Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Gas South Convention Center, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank, member FDIC. Uh, well, it's Thursday morning. Must be time for another Gwinnett Business Radio show. Hello, everybody. Mike Salmon alongside the one and only Harper LaBelle. Good morning, Harper. Hey, you did a little head bob with the music, and we're going to talk a little bit about music, but yeah. uh, at least you didn't do the dance. With yeah. Steven's dance, is uh, it's stuff you can't unsee. You can't <laughs> unsee when he does Steve, that little Steve, jiggle. Steve is not here today. I am taking his place, but we do have uh, jamming DJs here on John Maurice here, so we got to make sure the, uh, the music is up to par. And uh, also, Jeff Ordner is here with Ordner Construction, and they've got a big uh, event coming up, a 5K race that we're going to talk about. But before we get to the guests, I want to remind you that we are broadcasting from the beautiful Subaru of Gwinnett Studio. We're located inside the Gas South District Convention Center. And love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today or come on in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, as I am, then check out their Facebook page for the latest news offers and special events. You ready to talk to some guests, Yes, I am. Absolutely. Our first guest is John Murray. He is the CEO of Jammin' DJs, and and Jammin' is all in capital letters, so you know it's got to be pretty cool. With an apostrophe, too. Yeah. John, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You know something about working with microphones and... Being on the air? I've done it a couple times, so it's been a while, but I'm sure warm right back up. You were saying before the show, back when you were 15 or 16 years old, you were a radio guy. I did. It was crazy. Like Growing up early, um, I got involved with radio. I got involved with sports, uh, and it's just kind of snowballed into a, a long career that's, that's been a lot of fun. Obviously, then, it's, it's turned into Jam and DJ. So yep. tell us about your company and what you do and, and who you work with. So... Us as a company, we've been around, shockingly, for over 20 years. Um, in, in the Atlanta area for 20 years, we have an office in Colorado. Uh, we do stuff in Oregon, Michigan, and we're looking at four new cities as well. Uh, but we do everything from like small you know, events at bars and restaurants all the way to the Braves at game day. We do some stuff with the Denver Broncos back in Colorado. Like we, we can do just about anything. So we're kind of one of those hybrid companies that is borderline DJ company slash small production house. Um, so we can facilitate basically kind of any size event. And and it's just, yeah, it's something that we just, we love what we do. We, we have a passion for entertaining. We have a passion for doing big projects and doing fun stuff uh, around the city. I would think with that specific uh, answer right there that, that there's nothing too big. I mean, if you're doing a 75, 80,000 seat stadium and you're doing the music for that at certain times, obviously the game is is why everybody's there, but your ability in between plays or, you know, when there's a lull in the action of keeping everybody excited, but yet small enough to where you can say, uh, you know, a, a, a very small wedding or another party that somebody has to have, birthday party or, or a business event. You're able to do those as well? We are, absolutely. And the biggest thing around, like, our, our clients and how we do our events, the first thing that we ask them when we're talking to them is, what's your vision? Like, obviously, you've planned this out. You've had this in your mind, especially with our brides and grooms. You know, they've been dreaming about this since they were young also. 
what is your vision and what do you want this to look like? And and I tell my people all the time. Or sound like, right? Or, or yeah, sound like, you, absolutely. You want, yeah, what, how, how do you feel the vibe? How, how do you feel the vibe? And once we have that, it's just one of those things to where, like you said, the sky's the limit. Like, I don't see there being a ceiling, and, and I want to make sure that we have that vision come true. So, How'd you get started? You said 15 years old, you were in radio, but when did it break off to go, this is something that I'd really like to do? You know, I worked in corporate America for a while, and it was at the same time that I was growing the company, and and I was kind of doing both. So I was working in corporate America, and I was DJing off on the side, and it finally just got to the point where I was like, I can't do both. So when you've got the mixer, right, you've got two turntables, and you've got the, you had your business side, and then you had, I'm having a lot of fun doing this. You, Absolutely. And, and what, what's that bar, the slide bar that goes in between that allows you to, uh, uh, when you find the beat, you know what I mean? You, you, I've done a little of that. Sounds I, like I, 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 I see that. Well, yeah. You've got the technology back, to do a, a science. I, I made the mistake of being a, a cassette guy. Everyone had let, uh, vinyl back in those days, and, yep. and uh, you know there was some equipment. I, I just, being from Los Angeles, I had access to some of the radio stations that they didn't play when I went to college. Okay. Fort Collins was a small town, so oh, yeah. they were playing top forty stuff, and I would bring, you know, some early new wave stuff or punk or uh, what. It didn't matter, you know, just different music. And that CrossFitter helped out a lot. Yeah, it. Well, I tried. Got it. I tried. But I wasn't good. You were. When did you know that you had something special that I kn- I can t- I can read a room. I can yeah. hear, I can tell. So for me, it was just it, it was that thing where you can watch the crowd and you can watch it build and you turn it from something at the very beginning of the night. You're like, oh, I hope these people dance to the end of the night where like they they want you to keep going until like two, three, four yeah. o'clock in the we're morning. We're not done. Yeah, we're we're not done. And just to just to be able to like see what you can do to to transform a room. And to be a part of somebody's special day. So, Jammin' DJs is the company. And let me uh, step back a second here. You said Atlanta Braves. Yes. So, when I go to a Braves game and I'm hearing the music playing, that's you. Aside from the organ, I'm not as right. good There's as the, the organist. organist yeah. Which I guess you got to work that out when you we play and when the organist plays. Yep. So and we it's work all very scripted. well together. I'm sure yeah. it's all scripted and everything. Not even a little. Uh, so, so there is a main part of the script. That there is a script for everything that we do. But as far as like any audio you hear, going out to the stadium or to the battery, none of that is scripted. That is literally us picking it on the fly and going with it on the fly. So when the tools run, there's your music. Now, is it the same every night that you have that? For that is. Yeah, so for the activations, like like all the fan experience stuff, um, like like the Home Depot, tool, Home Depot Tool Race, it is scripted music for that. Mm-hmm. But everything else, as far as like the break music, the dance music and stuff like that, is all stuff we do on the fly. They give you some leniency, what you want to play, just to get, the, you know, you feel the room or feel the stadium, I feel, guess. Yeah, feel the stadium. But yeah, it's all within reason. Obviously, we want to make sure it's family friendly. We want to make sure it's upbeat and obviously not offensive to anybody so okay john so you have this this dj company and you're doing weddings and events and so forth how did you land the atlanta braves so so the braves are interesting uh when i made the decision to come back to atlanta that was one of the first things i was like hey i would really love just to do some events over at the braves and i i hooked up with uh, their director of marketing and we we had a really good conversation a really good relationship and we started off just doing you know pre-game stuff and post-game stuff to where it eventually you know they asked me said hey you know, we want to do some new fun stuff for for in games. We, how do you feel about becoming the in game guy and and doing eighty one home games a year plus you know whatever may come in the postseason? And I was like, well, heck, let, let's see how this goes. Then it helps that you're a sports fan, diehard sports fan. Yeah, I've I've always loved baseball, football, basketball, 
uh, did a lot of work in college stuff. Uh, actually, used to be on tour for a while with the Harlem Globetrotters, doing their announcing and some music stuff for them too. So, really, I've been a part of the sports and entertainment world for for a while. Sweet Georgia Brown is that the, the oh song? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. trust me I, I still hear that in my sleep yeah so. I would imagine do you have a um, there are certain places like if you hit a foul ball and in the the glass breaks is yep. that part of you that's all me really yep so how many different sounds do you have do you have a board that you push but you, number twelve is is the broken glass so and number so to fourteen give you an idea, is something different I have a little square box that has stuff on it and I have two computers two screens and then I have another video screen that gives me the feed. And then I have my DJ computer and my DJ controller. Yeah. Average game, I, I, I did this the other day just because I was bored, but I think the average game I do, I think it's over 300 music things for any given game. 300? So it, uh, yeah, at any given point, like yeah. we, we have like three different things. But yeah, the two screens, they have probably about 50 or so buttons each, plus 10 pages on each side. And, and I've got to be able to click to stuff that's situational at any given time. Have you ever messed up? Because I've done PA announcing for minor league baseball, and the management for the team, they had a computer set up, and so I would play different music. And, of course, for a bad call for umpires, you know, you had this umpire music, and they had three blind mice. And so I played three blind mice. The umpires turned around and ejected you. They didn't eject me, but they said stop it. And you know, and people have been ejected in minor league games and so forth. So tell us. I'm sure you've got some stories. So MLB is a lot different because it, it is very respectful, and there's a lot of stuff that is a complete no-no. But like day one, and, and again, I've done sports and entertainment for years. But day one of the Braves, I was like, I'm not sure if I can do this. Like this is, it's very fast paced, very very quick and there's a lot of stuff you have to do on the fly and, and then obviously the more i did the more it slowed down and then now it's just right. like second and a lot of the songs too you got to get right to the, the oh, crux yeah. of the song you can't have the slow intro you only have like 15 seconds 10 seconds 20 seconds absolutely so yeah we have to edit everything down we have yeah. to make sure but to answer your question yeah it was it, it was the first week i was there and i accidentally hit a button thank goodness it was a good song but it was like right as the pitcher was pitching all of a sudden you hear james brown I feel good. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that just happened. <laughs> right that, in the middle. But yeah, and there's other stuff too. You know, um, it's a lot like Von Miller with the Broncos. Like he would be called offsides all the time because all he wanted to do is get one jump in front of the quarterback and, and get him sacked. And doing that for baseball is kind of the same thing is that you want to be quick on the draw, but sometimes that backfires. So right. there's been a couple times where, uh, you, you know, I start playing walk it out as they're walking and then all of a sudden it's a strike and it's a strikeout and I'm playing the wrong Oops. side. I was yeah. like, oh. yeah, okay. but, 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 but probably very few people you probably might even notice cause you catch it right away. Well, and, and that's the big thing about most of the time with, with live events too, is that even though like it's big to you, nobody else is Right. We make mistakes all the time, but, you know, people may not notice. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So uh, walk-up music's a big thing in baseball. Yes, very much so. So you play the walk-up songs. I do. So you have to get the list from the team. Here's what the guys want. Yep. Yep. And and a lot of those players, um, like there's a couple of players that have five songs, a couple of players that have one song, and it's just like whatever they're feeling. Do you do all the home games yourself? I do. Can you list all the walk-up song walk-up songs right now? Not a chance. <laughs> what about the road team? Now they may have walk-up song at home. Could you play an anti-walk-up song, meaning something that would be kind of 
you know, based on somebody's name or you know, their reputation yeah, or something like that. Yeah, do you have a little fun with that? So I don't, but the our organist. organist Matthew Kaminsky uh, yeah. is is a genius at what he does. Yeah. Um, he is by far probably one of the best in the in, in the in the game. Period. Um, and for every game, he has songs that he does for every single player that has something usually to do with their name, and, and it gets pretty funny. So I, yeah. one, one thing I'd recommend is following his his Twitter and his Facebook, and you'll actually see some of the stuff he plays, and if you hear it, you are just like, you're, you're dying inside because it's the funniest thing I, ever. I agree. I think it's, yeah, but, but you're trying to name that tune in certain notes, right? Because you, oh, yeah. there's no vocals or lyrics in it. Uh, you're the lyric guy, right? I would imagine. Yes. Because most of the, not every song, but now... The technology for you and the prep, because there are some songs where I don't want to play the beginning of it. I want to play that middle riff or the you know the one lyric. So you have to have all of that. And I would imagine on some occasions, oh, I wish I had this one ready. Previous experience helps you with for the uh, next game. for tomorrow's game. Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. So usually show prep. Obviously, the games are usually about three hours. Uh, my average Braves game day is about seven hours. Really. So so the pre-show prep. You know, just going over. You just like sitting and, in traffic is what you like doing. I'm teasing. Yeah, but yeah. There's you, that too. You, you want to beat the traffic, though. I would imagine. So I, I love it. I have an electric car. So the nice thing is, I just get in the HOV lane, just go right on through. So yeah. Speaking of vehicles, uh, the ambulance. Like the jambulance. What's the jambulance? So the jambulance is something that you know. One day we are bored and we're like, okay. We have this extra money for for the end of the year that we we kind of want to get through, um, and we're either going to use it for advertising or we need to get a new vehicle. So you can spend it to Business Radio X for right here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so we, we decided we were like, okay, we need a new vehicle, but we want to do something fun with it. So we decided to create our Jambulance, which is basically a, a gutted out ambulance that... It was a real ambulance at one point. Um, so our newer ones are not. Our, our older ones were, but then we were like, okay, there's a lot of maintenance we got to do with these things. So we actually converted over to the Sprinter vans from the old, you know, Ford E450. And made it look like an ambulance. And, and yeah, it's an ambulance. So it's got a jam- all I'm sorry, a jambulance. A, a jambulance, absolutely. Um, so we, we use it for a lot of fun outdoor stuff, like like 5Ks and car shows and stuff like that. And just basically when you want to have like a block party and you need that extra pizzazz. What would you say a lot of our, and we're talking with John Murray, he's the CEO of Jam and DJs. Uh, our audience, of course, at Business Radio X, a lot of business leaders, CEOs, yes. executives. They're thinking, oh my God, this guy, uh, obviously very talented, does a great job. He's doing stuff for the Atlanta Braves, for the he's done the Denver Broncos. I probably can't afford this guy for my little event. What would you say to that? Uh, I would say absolutely not. Like we we cater to any kind of event, uh, everything from like we said, small block parties to the Braves, and there's a lot of other stuff we do around town too. We've done some stuff for, with like the Falcon and United stuff for the, for their activations, but. Don't ever, don't ever let that intimidate you. All that is going to say is that you can, you can rely on us and you can trust us with your events. Let's say I'm doing a corporate event, John, and um, and tell me an example. What you know? Do you come up with some ideas? What would, I, what can I expect? Is it just a DJ playing some music, or what more do you bring to the table? Well, part of it depends on the event because there's times too, like where where we'll do team building stuff, like where we'll host like a trivia night, or we'll do team building stuff with your corporation too. The other side of it too is like like if you're doing like a corporate picnic and you want that entertainment or you need microphones to make announcements and background music and stuff like that or like the, the chambers or you, you know if you're doing like award shows that that we can do the lighting, we can do the sound, we can do the background music and then afterwards we can do the party side of it. Very good. Quick question when we when you first talked about jam and DJs you mentioned Colorado and some other places. Yeah. 
and you're still active in some of those places. We are. So are, are, did you franchise out? Do you travel? How does that work? We run it all from here. That, that's the nice thing about technology nowadays is that we've built this company where we can run it from basically anywhere in the world, and then we've got reliable staff who we trust uh, in, in each location to be able to go and execute and do those events. And uh, obviously, it doesn't mean a little bit of travel for me to go and make sure you know quality is good and, and our staff has everything that they need and that they're successful. But yeah. Somebody in Colorado listening right now goes, I want that Jambulance. Oh, they've got one out there, too. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah th- that was definitely a staple where if we were going to do it in one place, we definitely wanted to make sure we did it in, in our other spots. Now, would too. you be able to, uh, let's say, SoFi Stadium or uh, Levi Stadium in, in California, would you be able from here to be able to watch that game? But because it's delayed with satellite just a little bit, you, that's not possible. Is it? You'd have to have somebody there in the stadium. Is that correct? For, what do you mean watch? Well, for the same in-game experience that you're doing with the Braves. Could you do that yeah, from your said, home? He said, he said, no, he said people are physically going to be there. Oh, oh no, no. So as far as like anything that we ever do in stadiums, you actually have to be there. But because, yeah, the, yeah it, it's so situational and so fast-paced that there's no way that you could like team view into like the computers. and. Try now, without to- saying franchising, but you have, you know, let's say you were able to get Levi Stadium, sure. for example. Would you have the same catalog that you have in your computer and your iPhones or iPads or whatever it is that your uh, your, your your categories are uh, w- w- would that be transferable to whoever it is that is doing the game yeah a, a lot of that actually as far as like music and, and availability and stuff like that music's generally available to anywhere and, and anybody uh, a lot of it just has to do with the licensing of like the stadium and the venue sure okay so that makes that easy I'm just thinking that, you know, what you do, hey, here's what I do at this occasion, like seventh inning stretch, we always do this, and being able to kind of, like McDonald's says, I want a hamburger to taste the same in Texas as it does in uh, Iowa or Idaho, it doesn't matter, but you have the same type of experience, would you have, with a different DJ? Yeah, you could. Uh, A lot of it, though, is that a lot of people like that uniqueness, and Mm -hmm. and that's why when you go to, like, different stadiums, like, each stadium is unique in its own way, and it, it, it has its good features and it's bad features, and that's why people like that. Um, you, you could do that, but I, I think that a lot of our clients and, and a lot of these other stadiums, they like to have their own individuality and, and do their own thing. So we, we try to accommodate to what their taste is. Back to the business side real quick, just uh, growth. Uh, where do you, where, You're always looking to expand and go into another stadium or just another wedding? How, how do people, uh, uh, in terms of your progression, this is where we need to be at the end of 2023 or where we're going to be in 2024. What's your vision? So, I mean, our business model, like, I always like to grow and expand, but I also like to make sure that we're doing it the right way and we're not going for quantity over quality. And, and that's a big thing, too, especially, you know, with the nature of, like, hiring people and, and work growth and, and employment and stuff like that. It's just one of those things that we, we try to take it slow. So it, as far as we're concerned, we're, we're kind of good with the status quo. And then as we see growth opportunities, that's where we take it. Do we want to get into other cities and, and other markets eventually? But I, I want to make sure that we've perfected what we have here first. Absolutely. Well, of course, we've been talking about the Braves and the big stuff because that's exciting stuff. But again, we want to remember our audience. And so you do all these business events. You do uh, photo booth services and production lighting and, of course, the DJ entertainment, the silent disco. Uh, I I know what that is, but some people may not know what that is. That's kind of cool. Tell What is silent disco? So silent disco for me at at the very beginning was was a little bit odd because the first time I had ever seen it, I walked into a room and everybody was (laughs) dancing. And I could hear them talking to each other, and I was like, "There's no music. You don't hear any music." And, and again, coming from the guy who just loves like the ambience of, of a full sound system and just people dancing and energy, and you're just like, 
what is going on in this room? And, and think about this. That's what they're that, dancing. That's exactly what that's you hear. That's what they're dancing to. <laughs> so, so that, but as we've kind of developed it over the years, it is kind of fun. Uh, we, we've done an event in, in Cobb County every year for their chamber where it's like 300 plus people and they're all, they all have their headphones on and it is the wildest things to watch because you have three DJs, you have three channels and it's, it's something different on every channel. So you, you've always got something that you like coming through your ears. You pick the music in your headset, what you want to listen to. But what's funny is if you've got somebody over here listening to country, somebody over here listening yeah. to rock, and somebody over here doing the cha-cha slide, and they're all trying to dance, it, it's, it's, great to, it's great for people watching, for sure. It's a lot of fun. I've done it before, and Absolutely. it's always like, well, wh which channel are you on right now so we can at least dance together? Well, and, and the new headsets are awesome, too, though, because you'll know what it is because they light up on the outside, outside with the an color. LED color, so you'll definitely know what channel. So if you're on country, Harper if I'm, might be, have the blue. I'll have the red. Yeah, you know the light. Well, Mike's up. been known to dance a lot like Elaine on Seinfeld. So if we saw that, could we? I can't unsee that, can we? We, it's, we it's, need to get a video of that. You were talking about that dancing earlier. I want to see what that yeah. what that looks like. So you're from LA though. So what's your music taste? Um, I have to admit, so a child of the '80s, uh, okay. KROQ was the radio station that played stuff that you didn't hear. Got I got it. a little tired of top forty stuff. You know, there was a certain band that you got to hear all the time in '85. Oh yeah, if you couldn't turn on the radio anywhere without hearing Phil Collins, oh, Phil yeah. Collins is great, right? Uh, don't get me wrong, but I got sick of Phil Collins. I didn't want to hear him anymore. So some of the other bands that were out that uh, were just getting started, yeah, that that was kind of wow. That you too. That, that what's the name of that song? That, okay, that was that was pretty interesting. I want to hear it again, but. Uh, um, New Wave was a part of it, but I'm a basic rock guy too. So you know, if, if it's got a backbeat, I, I want to listen to it. You know, it doesn't matter awesome. who, but uh, that was my early experience. And I realized that when I was spinning records in in Colorado when I went to college, um, it didn't matter that much. It, it, what do you need to do to keep them going? And sometimes the beat was more important than the riff, if you know what I'm saying. And other times you're gonna blow it if you play oh, yeah. a slow song. You're going to get them all to leave. So don't do it yet. So you DJed up in Fort Collins. I sure did. Okay. Yeah. Washington's uh, a, a couple times. Not really Fort Ram, but other smaller we'll, stuff. We'll have to chat. I actually spent a lot of time in Fort I've Collins. I've lost control of the yes, show. Yes, you have. Mike says, <laughs> it's, it's, John let's go. John has taken over. Well, so it's funny. I was actually I started up in Fort Collins, and then uh, uh, University of Colorado, I actually was their PA announcer for about 16 yeah, years. Yeah, you went from good to bad. That's that's my experience. Uh, I, I, I've heard more of going to the dark side, but it was also, yeah. But Boulder was fun, too. But anyway, So for the rest of Gwinnett Business Radio, John Murray is going to be interviewing Jeff Ordner here um, to finish. Now, John, the biggest question, yes. the most important question as we wrap things up is where can people find out more about you so they can hire you and... Uh, and, uh, and get to be part of Jam and DJs. Absolutely. So we are always hiring when we find good people. So yeah, if you're ever looking for something fun to do, definitely let me know. But as far as our website goes, it's jamanddjs.net. And then social media, we're pretty much everywhere you can find. Uh, just search for Jam and DJs or Jam and DJs. And there's Georgia. no G in there. So it's no, Jammin, J-A-M-M-I-N. And then DJS. DJS. Jamanddjs.com. Don't say that too fast. Yeah. Yeah. I was like... Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. John, great stuff. Uh, interesting. I'm so glad you were able to come by and talk Absolutely. about it. I appreciate you guys having me. This is awesome. What do you think, Harper? Pretty it's good? Fantastic, yeah. And hey, uh, Regents Bank is here to help you and your business with your financial future and try to keep it on track. Wait, 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 wait. What? I'm going to do the Regents. What? Let John read it. Let, let's hear, yeah, let's see if see how John does. So are we doing announcing voice or are we doing just... This is like a commercial for one of our partners, Regents Bank, whichever one you want to pick. Just go ahead and I want to hear how you sound. No We're here to help your business. Financial future on... Well, see, now i got to do like two takes here. 
We're here to help your business financial future stay on track. Regions Commercial Banking has a team of experienced bankers in Gwinnett who can guide you to all areas of growth. Get your resources you need so every step can move closer to your business goals. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial banking. Regions Bank, member FDIC. I did okay. You did not, not bad for a first read. And <laughs> well, the least second a... read was better than the first. First one was a little, come on, we're putting you on the spot. Now, here. We're going to have to clip that and use yeah. that for every show now. So this is a Fort Collins guy who, you know, who's had a chance to read it about 50 times, and he's making fun of my second take. Actually, cool. no, because I, I do the Subaru read. Mike and I, we Oh, switched. you guys switched yeah. today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was yeah, a we're, 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 yeah, we're but having a little fun. Love it. No, if you're in Fort Collins, you've already made mistakes. So <laughs> that's why you're in Fort Collins. So I've made, I've made numerous ones. So love it. John, thanks again. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Our next guest, I've uh, been waiting patiently. Jeff Ordner is a, a friend of the show. You were here last year, Jeff. Glad to have you back with Ordner Construction Company. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You, you came? Know, I accidentally cussed last year. So I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and Did delighted you? to be back here again. Did you? If I um, remembered, I probably would not have invited you back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Harper and Mike, How thank did, you so much for having me. What did you say last year? Don't say, don't repeat it. But what what, what happened? Um, Why do you I want was him to I go was, back at the well. I Mike? was telling a story and I forgot that uh, it was being recorded. And <laughs> it wasn't a, a, a bad cuss word, but uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll discuss it off air here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in the construction business. So yeah, you they, know. yeah, there's a lot of cussing that's, going that's, on. That's part of it. Big men, tough guys, <laughs> things like that. Ordinary construction. Before we talk about this big 5K race that I know we want to promote for a great great cause, uh, tell us about ordinary construction. Absolutely. So uh, we're a 36-year-old firm. We're based here in Gwinnett, uh, have always been based here in Gwinnett. Uh, home office is here. We have an office in Tampa. Uh, we have a couple team members in South Carolina. Um, and so we're looking to expand. You know, I'm a second-generation owner, so it takes a long time to scale a, a construction firm. Um, Founded by your father? That's right. That's right. Here. What kind of construction are we talking it's all commercial. So we build uh, industrial buildings, manufacturing, uh, we do retail and uh, medical office buildings. Some of the bigger construction, obviously, you're on street corners and you're taking a, a 30 acre lot and you're going to put a strip mall or something like that. Some key markets, uh, businesses, I've seen the pictures on the website. I won't give the names of them, but people would recognize that. Is there all a small is there also a smaller aspect where someone says, you know what, I've got this and then in the back lot we've got an acre or two and I really need some extra storage. Do you do the warehousing and other, you know, just put the building up that they need for additional space? That's that's a part of it as well. Yeah. So we do TI work. So inside the building we'll come build out, you know, uh, office space, whatever the, the tenant needs. Um, a good example is we've done over 120 projects with Home Depot since our inception. We're building a new ground-up store in Denton, Texas right now. Uh, but we do smaller stuff when for you, them when as you well. S- when you say that, Jeff, you mean you're building the Home Depots? Yes. Yeah. From, yeah. Site work to turning the keys over. That's right. Oh, wow. Um, we've built all the Home Depots on the island of Puerto Rico, which is kind of interesting. But um, Is that but why yeah. you're so tan? Is because you, <laughs> you, right. you have to that's go right. out there that's right. with yeah. the wife and kids. And, yeah. They're you like, know, are you, are you working? There. Yeah, exactly. How many uh, stores are there in Puerto Rico? I believe there's five. Um, but yeah. And with the, was it the hurricane that a couple years ago that uh, did that wreck any of your, did you pass the inspection and, and your building survived? They, they did. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we came back down to do some repair work on some, you know, other retail in, on the Island. But, um, but yeah, uh, luckily all the stores were fine. Yeah, it's a hurricane, Mike. It, it can blow things down, <laughs> but his, his buildings withstood it. Yeah. As Love long as that. they're well built, they'll, they'll, they'll hold up. Yeah. 
That's very cool. Well, you got a big event coming up uh, Saturday, November 11th, which is why we wanted to get you in the studio as quickly as possible. Tell us what's going on on November 11th. Yeah, absolutely. So on November 11th, we're doing our 5K. Um, we've been doing it for a long time, over a decade now. I've uh, raised uh, close to $350,000 for Family Promise, um, for Rainbow Village, for Gwinnett Fire, Gwinnett Police. Um, just really great uh, local institutions here in, in the area. And so we feel like Gwinnett's been fertile ground for us. Uh, so we feel it's, it's, in, it's our uh, responsibility to to give back to this local community here. And you say for over a decade, uh, 12 years to be exact, this is the 12th run for a reason of 5K uh, by Ordner Construction. How did this start? Yeah, it's a good question. We, um, I've been, it, it started pretty close to when I, I've been with the company 12 years. Um, that was something I wanted that, I, that the previous generation and nothing against the the previous generation, but I think was something our generation, even though we get a, get a lot of uh, crap about you know, people being lazy and whatnot. I think uh, our generation does really care about the community and giving back. And that's something, as we're hiring people, that's something that we showcase and say, hey, this is, we donate 3% of what we make every year to, you know, to a donor advised fund, which we're able to do good in the community. Um, and so if that's going to be part of our core values, then this is something that we need to embrace and put at the forefront of our company. So, Jeff, what you're telling me is the older generation, the, the, the greater generation, they don't run. They're not going to run. I mean, they, they, But they, they can yeah, help out run. by writing a check or, you know, get, reaching into their pocket and help out. But they're not going to put on a pair of Nikes and, and, uh, and, and run 5K, are they? I, I didn't mean to spread negativity of the, the, the older generation. Typical but. Harper po po poking the bear. But no, I mean, I think as we... My we dad's never going to run again. It's just not going to happen. But he'll he'll cut a check. He'll say, oh, I support the cause. That's a, that's a great way for me to get involved, even though I'm not going to be out there sweating on the on the pavement. But Jeff, Jeff said, you know, the older generation or your, your current generation, you know, lazy. What? No, I, I think the current generation is really known for giving back. I mean, that's you. It's, it's not so much. It used to be how much money am I going to make? People these days, your generation, I guess, they want to make a difference. Sure, sure, and, absolutely. And so, I mean, I think I think this fits right into the, the generation we're talking about. What are the details? Where, when, all that kind of stuff? So it's at our office. Uh, it's a ton of fun. We have. You must have a big office if the uh, five K's in your office. <laughs> so yeah, out, out, out just front. run around six hundred and seventy five. That's times. a big building. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, no, actually, it's great. You know, a lot of times the Gwinnett Police will have their cadets out there help us set up uh, since they're one of the benefactors of the race, but. It's really around the loop, just in front of 1600 Executive Boulevard, uh, where our office is at. And so, in Lawrence, uh, Duluth, Duluth, exactly. So, just across the highway from Gwinnett Place Mall. But uh, we have the firefighters out there shooting off the, the water cannon. You know, we try to make it as family friendly as possible. We have food trucks, we have jumpers for for the little kids jumping around, and uh, yeah, it's 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 usually a great so time. So, family of all sizes, all ages, come on out. You have a good time, and it's it's, it's a run, but you could walk it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's pretty hilly. I, I like to give people that heads up. Uh, I, people have been mad at me in the past. They're like, "Man, that was a, a lot of elevation gain." But uh, yeah, there's a lot of undulations. But um, but yeah, you do not have to run it. Nine o'clock race. 
gun goes off at nine. We suggest people be there at eight. We, you know, enjoy the music, the fun, you know, maybe you're, you're the, maybe the jambulance. So we'll the jambulance see. might be there. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll, well, we'll see. Well, that might be too late for this year, but now we have a connection here for, for upcoming years. So Absolutely. just a quick reminder, 11-11, right? It's on November 11th. And, and do you normally have it in November regardless? Yeah, we look at what's happening on individual weekends. Um, and then we determine a lot of times we, we try to, move around football and baseball games because that time of year is uh, is an obviously important college football season and you know and uh falcons playing and all and all that so um yeah it was just it looked like the most open weekend we want to make sure there weren't other 5ks in the area that we were competing with as well and it's not 100 100 degrees on november 11th yeah, either yeah, so yeah exactly that helps we don't want people passing out like they would today now i think i asked you this last year and your answer was no i asked you are you running and i think you said no Yes, I, I I will. Yeah, actually, you are I, gonna run. I, I have a standing bet with team members. If if anyone beats me, then I I pay him out. Really? <laughs> can I trust you? So are you training now? You're probably. Can I get some of that action? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll get you in on it. Uh, yeah. So I did a I did I had a race uh three weeks ago where I did a triathlon. So I I I'm done working out for a while, but I'll start running before. Just I don't want did you hit I don't wall? want to have to pay out if possible. Did, did, you, did you like 18, 19 miles? Some people in the early twenties, they hit that they, they go, this is but a tri- triathlon, that's completely different. Yeah, yeah. So it was a, a half Iron Man up in Maryland and uh the swim went well, the biking went well, but yeah, like three miles into the run, legs legs just <laughs> locked up and I fell into a ditch next to the road. But I had to like kind of walk one run my way into the, to the end of it. <laughs> so you injured yourself in a ditch. Yeah, I mean, I, I had bad cramps. I wouldn't say yeah. it was a, a bad injury, but it was just it no, stopped that, me from running. Is that your first uh, you half know, Ironman? Is that your first one? It was my first. You one. know what he needed, Harper? He probably needed some music. He needed to get a him. ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if we had better vibes, we, we probably would have been able to keep. Uh, well, what did you learn from that experience? To go, okay, I know what I did wrong in the in in terms of either your training, your preparation, or hydration, or whatever. Was there something in particular? <laughs> yeah, you learned never to do that again. D- yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. hey, doc, yeah. it hurts when I do that. Yeah. Don't do that. I, I understand. Done. That. Um, yeah, it's a good question. I think my salt content had gotten too low. I was drinking enough, but um, people take salt pills. Um, you know, the hydration portion of it, you know, and eating is, is very, very important. When you're running, do you, are you listening to any kind of music or anything? Actually, they, you know, Ironman won't, won't let you uh, the whole time. So you're out there on a 55-mile bike, and, I mean, you're out there in the marsh for, you know, two and a half hours just, just, just cruising. This is in Maryland? Yeah, uh, Cambridge, Maryland. Cambridge. Yes. Okay, so were the cicada bugs uh, providing the? Uh, yeah, yeah that, the, that was the music. <laughs> that, was, that was your pace, I guess. You were. That's right. um, when did you start running? Because putting the race together and, and applying that to business, you were just really taking the position with the company, and even though you were going to be a part of it anyways, you know that with 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 Dad running the show, and that's sure. fine. Um, but your initial idea behind that hey i want to do something anyways and let's see if we can't get other people just not just our employees but other folks in the neighborhood get them involved uh what was your inspiration for that yeah you know as i was saying earlier i think we wanted to shift the uh mentality if we were going to go get younger talent coming right out of school um and if this was part of uh, who we were as a company it was really important that we said hey this is something we're going to prioritize we're going to put out there in the community and i think it's worth noting that we have awesome partners. So 
we have trade partners in Gwinnett, but also all across Georgia and all across the Southeast that we do a ton of business with subcontractors. So concrete guys, roofers, you know, all the folks that we work with on a daily basis. Um, and they've stepped up year after year. They've given, you know, uh, Piedmont Bank's a great example, who's a local bank here in Gwinnett, um, has given top tier since the very beginning of the project. They're our bank, and they're, they're excellent. But um, folks like that who are in the community, they care about these causes. Um, the reason we're able to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars is, you know, we obviously donate ourselves, but we're able to raise large amounts because of our vendors. Yeah, and the support that they give. Now, in other locations, you said Florida and then South Carolina, you're looking to expand, of course. Uh, do they have separate races that they at the facilities that you have in different uh, parts of the country? Yeah, that's a great question. So our Tampa office has been open six months, and I think long term that's absolutely you know part of our uh, what we donate. We donate three percent of what we make every year. Part of that's going to go to local communities where that is based as well. It'll take a little bit of time to to have them. They may want to do something different. They may want to do a, a a golf tournament or something like that. They're right next to a Top Golf, maybe doing an event there that raises money. So I don't know if it has to be a 5K. I think we want to go to that community and see what people will show up to and what what we can raise the most money doing. Yeah, absolutely. And and the growth, I guess, uh, they're still digging. They're cutting down trees. They're putting up other lots. So your expansion from a business perspective, uh, where do you see yourself in the next two, three, five years? Yeah, it's it's a good question. You know, we think that if we make the company better at, from a place where we can attract the top talent, we can the right employee can do five times what a mediocre employee can do. And so what we're trying to do is saying, hey, how do we differentiate ourselves from a talent perspective? If we get those right folks, you know, take care of the man, they'll take care of the mission. We really believe in that. Um, you know, that's, that's where we see it moving forward. I think as far as office expansions, you know, maybe further west, you know, I could so we have two people in Greenville. I could see us having an office there. We have an office in Woodstock, a small little satellite office to grab talent from the northwest. As we know, in Atlanta, you lose talent if they have to drive an hour to the office. And so, you know, we have two offices on the kind of northeast and northwest of Atlanta right now. We, we have a business radio X studio in Woodstock, but, but 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 this here in Gwinnett is the best business radio X studio. That's right. Our, our producer, Dan Braverman, you live over there in that side of town, but you drive all the way over here because this is the best studio. Yeah, I drive from Smyrna uh, to come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, two eighty five. You must really love it. <laughs> I try to avoid two eighty five as much as I can. He listens. He, he listens to music all the time on his. You, you say something. To, I was just saying I make that Smyrna drive at least eighty one times a year. So because you, so you get Gwinnett. it. Yeah, because you live here in Gwinnett. I live here in Gwinnett. And you got to yeah. go to the Braves games all the time. Yeah. So um, let's get back to the race real quick, uh, Jeff. Uh, the it's the twelfth run uh, for a reason. Uh, put on by Ordner Construction. You mentioned your partners, Rainbow Village, Family Promise. And uh, Gwinnett, is that Clean and Beauty? Who is it? Gwinnett uh, Fire and Gwinnett Police. Oh, oh, okay. Saturday, November 11th, 9 o'clock in Duluth. Obviously, get there early for the for the fun runner, the, the, the casual runner. You can walk it. You can have fun. For the serious runner, are there like the age divisions with the awards and first place, second place, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so Scott Slade's been doing our emceeing for a while, just like a, a, a friend of the, the the family. And so he at the end of the race, like he'll kind of do the the DJing at the beginning, and then at the end of the race, he'll present all of the uh, 
you know, all the awards to the top, you know, we have different age divisions and whatnot. So yeah, absolutely. If you're a strong runner, then you can bring home some hardware. Most important question then, where can I sign up for this? Uh, www.ordner.com. That's spelled O-R-D-N-E-R. Ordner.com. So that yes, has sir. all the information for the race about your company as well, the construction company? Yes, sir. Ordner Construction. Jeff, Absolutely. what's the award that you would get from Ordner? Is it a hard hat? You get a little bronze hard hat that you have that's, uh, you know, something like, uh, or a, a pair of construction boots, you know, steel-toed shoes that you have to run the race in next year so it slows you down yeah, and exactly. someone else can win? I like it. Maybe a hammer. I, yeah, it, it's a good question. We know we, we just have typical no, metal. No, but Jeff, but next, next Jeff, year, next year, nice. these, these are great it's ideas. It's not a good question. You're being very nice. <laughs> that's just your typical Harper question. A hard um, hat. But no, just just, just typical uh, typical uh, medals and whatnot. Jeff, uh, how did it go last year? Number of uh, runners and how much money did you raise last year? Yeah, good question. So I think we had... Now, that's a good question right there. That's what I'm talking about, Harper. Uh, he says that after every question. <laughs> yeah, <asks>. sorry. <laughs> uh, still getting used to being on the radio. I'm with three professionals here. Um, yeah, I think we had 150 runners, and I think we raised... Uh, just over $60,000 last year. Great, great. That's awesome. Well, let's beat that this year for sure. Uh, the 12th Run for a Reason, Saturday, November 11th. Ordner.com is the website. Uh-huh, exactly. Jeff Ordner, president of Ordner Construction Company. Thanks so much. for. Good to see you again. Yeah, absolutely. Harper, Mike, thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm, I, might, I might run. I, I get might a, get a get, come on out. get a commitment from him right now while you're on the air because if you commit right now you got to well, do I it. Some, yeah. I have some fall uh, uh, commitments that I have to make. Be, but, before uh, you commit yeah. to that, what are your running shoes? We got to know what your running shoes. I'm are. a New Balance guy. I like New you Balance, no but chance. I also like Brooks. You have no Bro- chance. Brooks, you have no chance. Yeah, Brooks, that, Brooks, you may, but yeah, yeah no. <laughs> well, if I wanted the old man look, I could just wear the New Balance with a pair there of. There you go. Uh, uh, Blue jeans. There you go. And go on. John, you need to come back and just kind of ho- help co-host our shows with us. <laughs> oh, I love this. Like, this like is, radio is so much fun. It beats. It, this beats working, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Two great guests today. Uh, John Murray with Jam and DJs. John, thanks so much. Appreciate uh, again, you. the website. Uh, Jamanddjs.net. Jeff Ordner with Ordner Construction. The uh, the 5K race is coming up in November. Ordner.com. Exactly. Super. All right. Any closing remarks, Harper? No, because my comments, I, I, I save them for the show. It, 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 and now it's post, this is the post-game show that we're doing right now. All right. A lot of fun. Thank you, Harper. For Appreciate Har- it. Yeah. For Harper Lobel and our, our producer, Dan Braverman, who actually uh, chimed in a couple times today, uh, I'm Mike Salmon, and uh, we'll have Stephen Julian back in the uh, hot seat t- next week. Until then, uh, we'll see you here on Gwinnett Business Radio.